Nations rise and fall, kingdoms come and go. Only the eternal God stays the same, and only His truth provides the solid foundation for our own beloved country. Join Scott Pauling as we examine the unchanging truth of God's Word. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I personally have not been in one, but I've talked to people who have, and they say it is one of the most disconcerting things because the very thing you think is most stable, the ground under your feet is giving way. Everything is shaking. Everything is uncertain. Listen to the words of David in Psalm 11, verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? We're living in a day where it seems like the foundations of so much in our society, in our own beloved nation, are being destroyed. They're being corrupted and eaten away at. What do righteous people do in the midst of all of this? Do we sit back and wring our hands and talk about how bad it is? Do we fuss at the darkness? What can the righteous do? Well, we've learned in Psalm 11 the first thing they can do, they can trust. When we studied last time, we discovered in verse 1 and 2 that you can trust that God has you exactly where you're supposed to be. God is working even in circumstances that are less than desirable. But there's something else you can trust. You can trust that not only does God have you where you're supposed to be, but God is always where He is supposed to be. Listen again to verse 4 of Psalm 11. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. Can I remind you that God is seated on the throne of the universe? And my friend, the foundations in heaven are not shaking at all. 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. That foundation stone is not going away. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. The Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. There may be a lot that you and I don't know about the future, but let me tell you, God knows them that are His. If you're one of the righteous ones, the Lord knows exactly who you are. The Lord is in His temple. The Lord is on His throne. The Lord is in heaven, and He has earth in the palm of His hand. As a matter of fact, when the Scriptures close in Revelation chapter 21, verse 14, we're told that the wall of the city we're going to live in someday, the New Jerusalem, has 12 foundations. Now, what's it a reminder of? It's a reminder that what the Lord does lasts forever. It is eternal. It is not shaken. When we get our eyes back on the Lord, we realize that He had His eye on us all along. Look to Jesus today, my friend, in the midst of your turmoil. Don't be dismayed by the 24-hour news cycle of all the things going on around you. Don't think the devil is winning. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. What can the righteous do? Number one, they can trust. Let me give you a second thought from Psalm 11. Not only can they trust, they can keep Listen to the closing verse of Psalm 11. The Bible says, For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. 
And notice that the emphasis on the entire psalm is on the righteous. What can the righteous do? The Lord uh, looks to the righteous. He loves the righteous. He is the righteous Lord. Uh, how easy in an unrighteous world, dealing with unrighteous people, to miss the unrighteousness that creeps into our own heart. Is it possible that while we're talking about the need of our nation, we're neglecting the need of our own soul? Somebody said, well, doesn't all this wickedness around you bother you? Absolutely it does. It vexes me and it grieves the Spirit of the living God within me. But when was the last time you were vexed over your own sin? When was the last time you were grieved over the wickedness in you? We ought to ask God to help us love what He loves. We ought to ask God to help us hate what He hates. And we have to work every day to keep our own heart right with the Lord. My greatest enemy is not the world. My greatest enemy is the man I look at in the mirror every morning. The hardest thing to do is to keep me right with God. May I say this today? Don't allow the foundations of your own soul to be destroyed. What can the righteous do? Number one, they can trust. Number two, they can keep, keep themselves right with God. Number three, they can pray. You remember I said that this emphasis begun in Psalm 11 continues into Psalm 12. Listen to Psalm 12 verse 1. Help, Lord. For the godly man ceaseth, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity, every one with his neighbor, with flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things, who have said with our tongue will we prevail, our, own, our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now will I arise, saith the Lord, I will set him in safety, from him that puffeth at him. We love to grumble and complain about how bad things are, but perhaps we should turn our complaint into intercession. Perhaps we should take our grumbling and turn it to prayer. You see, the contrast is the wicked do one thing with their lips, righteous people do something else with their lips. The wicked people, the Bible says in this passage, cut and flatter and they, they say lots of vain things. Let me tell you what godly people do. They pray. They don't just fuss at the darkness. Who should we pray for? Well, there are four specifically mentioned. In verse 1, we should pray for the godly. Pray for godly people not to cease. Then we should pray for the faithful not to fail. Then in verse 5, we should pray for the poor to be protected. And then we should pray for the needy to be provided for. I love this opening part of Psalm 12, Help, Lord. When you can't do anything else, when the foundations seem to be shaking all around you and you wonder what you can do, I'll tell you one thing you can always do. You can always pray. And then let me give you one final thing. This is how Psalm 12 ends. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times, thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. What can you do? Well, you can trust. You can keep your own heart right with God. You can pray. But number four, you can meditate. Fix your mind on that which can never be destroyed. What is that? That's the eternal Word of God. The words of the wicked are lies. That's what this passage says. But His Word is always true. His Word is pure in an impure world. His Word is preserved in a decaying world. Isaiah said in Isaiah 26, 3, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Psalm 119, 165, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. The setting of Psalm 12 is that all the priests and the people who aided David and Nob 
have now been slain by Saul. Everything familiar to him is disappearing. David thinks perhaps he's next. What does he do? He says, I'm just going to go back and meditate on the words of the Lord. That'll give you peace, friend, like nothing else can. I love the words of that great old hymn, How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in His excellent Word. If you think it's all shaking around you, if maybe you're a little shaken today, why don't you stop and spend some time just meditating on the unchanging truth of the Word of God and the unchanging character of our God and remember that for the follower of Jesus Christ, the foundations are never destroyed. Because my friend, our foundation is Jesus Christ Himself. It is the eternal Word of God. It is a God that never changes. Keep your own heart right with the Lord. You stay right with God. And keep your eyes on the righteous Lord in the midst of an unrighteous world. That's what you can do. And it will help you. And not only will it help you, it will help all those around you in this needy nation. The greatest work a Christian can do for his country is pray. Would you join us today in praying for America? We have a blessed heritage, and yet we are a needy people. You may find additional helpful resources at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon on Enjoying the Journey.